Hello and welcome back to another edition of Back to Jerusalem podcast. I'm your host, Eugene Bach, and I'm coming to you live from somewhere within the borders of China. Um, today is a special day because one, uh, if you've been following us on Facebook, you will see that we had a drawing for people that wanted the 2016 Back to Jerusalem calendar. We have several of those in our office in the U.S. We would love to give you one. And what it does is it outlines the different projects that Back to Jerusalem is working on. And it gives you kind of a map of prayer. So month to month, we just ask that may this calendar, whether you hang it up in your office, in a uh, waiting room for a, at the doctor's office or the dental office or in your cubicle at work or even at home, uh, may this be a reminder to pray for Back to Jerusalem. Um, at the end of this podcast, I'm going to give you an email that if you would like a free calendar, send us an email. And we are going to do another drawing on the email uh, from everybody that writes an email. And if not many people write an email, we might be able to cover everybody. But we're going to do another drawing of about 10 names and send out 10 calendars. So the first 10 people that listen to this podcast and send an, uh, an email uh, to the address that I will give at the end of this podcast, we will send you a 2016 calendar. Um, today is a special day because one, we did that drawing for those that were following us on Facebook that wanted a calendar. We made that calendar available. But also, um, I have two dear friends of mine that I've been working with in China for several years. One of the workers, John, it's not his real name, but I've been working together with John for um, about 16 years. I can remember the very first time that I met John. I met John in, um, in a certain city that I'm not going to name. Uh, in because uh, that is the city that he operates from. But I can remember we um, when I say we, my, my wife and I, we had just moved to China. Uh, we had traveled to his city. Um, I didn't speak a lick of Chinese. My wife does. My wife actually, she grew up as a missionary kid in Taiwan. So she has amazing Chinese. Even today, I can speak a little bit more Chinese than her. I can understand a little bit more than her only because I have more exposure, uh, in the last couple years. But her pronunciation is 10 times better than mine. And whenever people hear her speaking, they always think that her Chinese is better than mine because I sound horrible when I speak Chinese. Um, but I can remember the first time that I met with John when I traveled to China, um, his wife made me dumplings. I had never had homemade Chinese dumplings before, so this was my first time. And um, that was – that was a, I couldn't speak Chinese, but – I had a special relationship with John already from the beginning because food speaks a language, right? I mean, I may not be able to um, say anything in Chinese. He wasn't able to say anything in English. But man, my stomach was communicating back and forth to him. And if anything else, he could understand what I was saying. Mmm, mmm. It was a cold day. Uh, it was snowing outside. Uh, we had just come in from the cold and having these nice, warm, steamy dumplings. He had brought them in with, if they were, they were enwrapped in this container. And when he opened it up, the steam came up off of the dumplings. They were so good. And actually, um, 
this morning he woke up and the first thing he had, I think, for breakfast was dumplings. Uh, I'm also sitting here with uh, another good friend of mine. Um, what name did we give you today? Uh, Evan. Aaron. Yes, yes. So we gave you the name Aaron. Aaron is not his real name. Uh, even his English name, his the real English name that he usually goes by, we have to conceal because um, we he is such an important person. He's been working. How long have you been working together with us? Uh, over uh, six years. About six six years. About six years, and your your wife has been working together with me for even longer than that. I remember she was a part of our language training school. Yeah. Um, you have been running our underground uh, training school for Back to Jerusalem missionaries, right? Yes. And uh, we're not going to get into that too much because I'm going to be with you for the next couple of days. I want to really spend some time with you, Aaron, and talk about um, the training that you guys have been doing inside of China with these amazing Back to Jerusalem missionaries. Okay. But uh, before you and I get into that conversation, I just want to ask John a couple of questions okay. because John is absolutely pivotal to all the work that we are doing inside of China. Mm-hmm. He's the one, when we talk about Back to Jerusalem missionaries, is going abroad from China into other countries. This is the main person. John works with all the top networks, the f- the the four major ones that we work with, including the No Name Five Brothers group. Um, so when you talk about um, China uh, Gospel Fellowship, China for Christ, uh, Truth, um, uh, uh, Blessing, or the Five Brothers, when we talk about those different underground house church networks. John is the one that's arranging those, and you know that as well as I do, Aaron, because um, you are also working in China, obviously many times connecting back and forth with John, right? Yes, yes. And today you're going to be our translator because John doesn't speak English, so you're going to translate. We've asked John to keep his answers short, although I wish that you as an audience could actually listen to him speak without the interruption of me. I would love for him to just kind of give out some of the information of um, the people that he's working with every single day and video it and then just put subtitles so you would not have to hear my voice. Unfortunately, we don't want to put John on camera. Um, he is probably one of the most important individuals that we work together with. Uh, God has used him in extremely powerful ways in getting more people out of China with the Back to Jerusalem vision than probably any other single person that I know of. Um, he is the one that ar- arranges the logistics. Um, whenever I personally connect with the leaders, it's usually through John. John has the inside channel to connect with the leaders uh, without getting in trouble. So he's able to do it through security. Um, let me just ask John really quick about how many back to Jerusalem missionaries would he say is working abroad right now inside of China or outside of China? Uh, how many workers mm-hmm. have left China and gone to other countries for the Back to Jerusalem vision. About okay. Uh, uh, about uh, 150. 
And 150 are the number of people that he has helped go abroad to other countries. Uh, can he name some of those countries that those workers are working in? Uh, Philippines, Vietnam, uh, Laos, and uh, Cambodia, uh, Burma, yes. Uh, Indonesia and uh, yeah, Philippines. And he has been absolutely. Uh, and he has been absolutely. Excuse me. <coughs> he has been absolutely um, uh, the main person in charge of getting people into Iraq, Iran, yeah. uh, Sudan. Yes. So he didn't even mention those. So he's probably forgotten many of those, yeah. right? Yes. And all. Uh, 对，你之前我们还呃打发一些人到伊朗、苏丹、伊拉克、伊拉克、埃及、埃及、阿联酋、约旦，对，呃，yes。so he has, and I know that 150, he is very conservative. I know that it's if he was an American, he would say a thousand. <laughs> but because he's a Chinese, he says 150, and that's mainly because he can name them. Right now, um, does he remember the very first missionaries that left China and where they went to? So the very first missionaries were sent out to Burma. Uh, what year was that? About so about two thousand six he helped the very first missionary. And that I, I think that he's forgetting one. Ask him what about Yemen? Uh, <laughs> at the same time. Uh, so about the same time, about 2006, they started sending missionaries um, from China into other countries. Yes. The first two were Yemen and Burma. So those were the first. Those were the first couple. <laughs> In about 2006, uh, no, 2004, and uh, uh, we have a language training center, and uh, we just uh, equipment some guys and send them to the other country. As, as that year, uh, about uh, after two years uh, later, and uh, sent some guys to Burma and uh, Yemen. And so those were the very first back to Jerusalem missionaries that he was a part of sending out. So that was about 10 years ago. So uh, 12 years ago, he was already training up people to be sent out from China. He was a part of the, the training arrangements. I, I can actually remember those days uh, working together with him. 
to get Chinese into training schools so that they can learn English mm -hmm. at the time and also Arabic. Uh, they were studying Arabic, and those that were studying Arabic, they went to Yemen, and they continued to study um, Arabic. And then those uh, that went into Burma went into Burma. And I remember that was a soft landing place because so many people could go into Burma during those early days without needing a passport. Mm -hmm. Today they need a passport, but during those days they could just cross back and forth with no passport. Um, John has been around for a long time. He's been around working together with the different networks for many years. Uh, about how many years has he been serving the church in China? Uh, over 20 years. So, and we have actually been working together with him for 20 years. So, back to Jerusalem, started working together with him yeah, in 1996. Yes. Yeah. So, can you ask him, how did he connect with us? Um, you have to be very careful here because we use a name in China uh, that we cannot use on this program. Uh, so, for our audience abroad, we call ourselves Back to Jerusalem. Obviously, in China, we have a different name, um, but we can't talk about that name. So, we, have to, we cannot say that name. Okay, um, so ask him how did he first start working together with us mm -hmm. in the in the uh, Western world, focusing on back to Jerusalem. Uh, so, Ding Lao Shi is the individual that if you ever watch Brother Yun speaking abroad, you will usually see a foreigner by his side doing the translation. That is the pastor for Brother Yun, also known as the Heavenly Man. Um, he has been working together with John since 1994. 1995, they began to focus on starting work together, and 1996 is actually when it officially started. So um, he has been working together basically with the Underground House Church as a main focus of his life for 20 years, more than 20 years. Um, can he tell us how things have changed in the last 20 years? How has the church in China changed in the last 20 years that he's been serving? Okay. Uh, yeah, through the serving for uh, over 20 years, the, you know, the China got a lot of uh, the blessing from God. Yeah, the Holy Spirit, you know, they, uh, leads the Chinese house church, you know, step by step. 中国教会如今这样的大大的复兴，我想
This is a, a fruit from Holy Spirit uh, can help China have a big uh, revival. 当然，这也和这么多年以来海外的教会、海外的姐妹弟兄的祷告，呃，以及各个方面的支持帮助也是分不开的。Yeah, we we are very thankful for um, uh, we get a lot of help from uh the uh, out of China, this uh, to those uh who uh from America or other countries, brothers and sisters, prayer. I think a lot of people are always asking a couple questions. There are a couple questions that I want to ask that are continually being asked of us at uh, Back to Jerusalem as an organization. Um, you guys are on the ground. You guys are the ones that are on the front lines. You are Chinese. You're Back to Jerusalem Chinese. Your main focus is cha- training up people, Christians, to go and preach and preach the gospel in the areas between China and Jerusalem. First question that I want to ask, number one, is persecution better or worse than it was 20 years ago when he first started? Uh, uh, yeah, right now it's better. The persecution, the situation is um, getting better. 原来在国内的家庭教会聚会的，每次聚会之前就预备怎么样逃跑。Yeah, any time, uh, you know, before over twenty years ago, you know, every time when the Chinese house church, the brothers and sister before the meeting start, actually they had a plan B, how to escape, if you know the policeman, you know, came uh, came in. 现在无论是在农村还是在城市，我们的聚会都能够踏踏实实，嗯，大家一起来敬拜上帝。我们没有过去那种紧张的那种心理。Yeah, right now, but the situation has changed. Uh, uh, no matter what, uh, and uh, the in the countryside or in the city, uh, the meeting is, uh, you know, always can continue in the peace. 现在除了 少数的国内有个别地方，有的小型的聚会，有的受到一些干扰，但是也就是公安的，就是抓去也是一两天就放了，跟过去完全不一样。Yeah, right now only a few of uh, you know small city. If the if holding a meeting, but the, actually it's not a big problem. For the brother and sister, if the policeman came in and arrest them, and only uh, one or two days, they will let let them go. So, yeah, right now we are really thankful. First, God can prepare this uh, uh, good situation for us, and we can have uh, you know a meeting in peace. In the West, um, we are often seeing uh, persecution that's taking place in places like Wenzhou, uh, where crosses were taken down, churches were destroyed. Is that changing anything in China? Now,现在大家想了解一下,说,之前了解到这个关于温州,然后那个教堂被拆回,十字架被拆下来,那现在情况怎么样?是有些改变了。
现在的情况，现在这个这些个教会还在跟政府在谈判，嗯、呃，最后最终的如何解决，还是没有特别的一个呃说法，政府。Yeah, but the right now the the church in Wenzhou they are still you know negotiate with the government, but still they have no answer. And so,、uh, right now we have a, a challenge of、uh, people in、uh, Wenzhou reporting about the things that are taking place inside of Wenzhou, and we see the challenges that、um, our fellow brothers and sisters are actually going through there. And I know that John is working with them every single day, and we know that、uh, every single day he's getting reports about people that are being persecuted.、Um, when it comes to communication,、uh, how is communication different today than it was twenty years ago? When communicating back and forth, is it easier? Is it more difficult?、Sorry. So when they communicate back and forth. When they, when they communicate back and forth, is it easier or hard? You know, like、uh, right now, when I want to contact you, when I want to talk to you,、yeah. um, I have several ways that I can do that.、Mm -hmm. um, when、uh, I want to come and visit the school, usually I'll use my mobile phone.、Oh, yeah. I'll send you an email. I、yeah. can go to Skype. I can go to WeChat. I, there's a. How has he seen the development of communication inside of China? Is is the new communication better? For the church, or is it creating more challenges for the church? For instance, almost everybody in China now has an, a mobile phone,、mm -hmm. right? So, how has that changed、uh, the things in China? <laughs> so, with the mobile phones,、uh, people using mobile phones,、uh, maybe maybe I can ask him. I'll, I'll ask him because I know that may be a little bit difficult for you to translate. No problem. Uh, now I will ask him. Sure. Twenty、um, uh, years ago, if、uh, you want to talk to our friends together, there was a little bit of difficulty because today we have the phone, the email, the computer, the internet, and you can send them a message. So I will ask him. 呃，这个东西，那个手机电话，这个电脑，这个东西是呃好不好？在中国，你觉得是安全不安全？你觉得呃现在比以前好，但是呃呃还是以前比现在好？你觉得怎么样？我觉得现在这个这些先进的设施，包括电话、电脑、网上了，还是要是联络起来方便。但是也有一定的弊端，好多因着在电话的一些一些事情，可能要是被一些人利用，就容易给我们找麻烦。呃、uh, ，Yeah， 呃、uh, ，Right now it just feels， 呃、uh, ，high tech is is good for this time， but but sometimes is another side is is not really good。Uh, if、uh, our you know conversation or talking on the phone, and、uh, how say it's、uh, can be a bit security problem. Yes, yes,、uh, yes that's what I mean. Yes, yeah, it's、uh, it still is、uh, can make us in a trouble. Yeah.
So with language barriers, sometimes for recording, uh, it can be a bit challenging. I'm sitting here beside John. John is like, stop the recording, stop the recording. I want to say it differently or I want to, you know, uh, rearrange things. Uh, but what we want to do is basically spend some time together with him, hearing about the things that he is doing on a daily basis, even though it may be a bit awkward when we're doing the recordings because we've got, you know, a couple languages going on and that may not always be perfect for radio. I think it works better sometimes for TV, but for a podcast, it can be a bit challenging. I'm hoping that some of the information that you are getting from this podcast will be a blessing for you. Know a little bit more about Back to Jerusalem and how to pray uh, with the Back to Jerusalem missionaries that are going into other countries, some of the most uh, closed-off countries in the world. Um, Aaron, you're actually working together with uh, missionaries that are being trained. They are um, uh, being trained in English so that they can go to countries that are between China and Jerusalem. How is that language training going? Uh, it's uh, pretty good. Actually, English is, uh, is uh, a main language in this world, and it's very helpful for the ministries to, uh, to another country to live and uh, uh, to study a, a, another language. And you currently have um, a, an American teacher teaching at the school right now. Yes. Is that correct? Yes. Um, are they being paid anything? Are they um, uh, being arrested? Or have they been thrown in prison? Have they been beaten? Have they um, starved themselves to death because they can't eat the food in China? How is that going? Uh, she's, she's pretty good. And she can handle the the lot. Uh, Pretty good means a little something different, maybe in China than it does in the, in the U.S. Uh, she is an American teacher, right? She's yes. coming from America. Uh, pretty good means that uh, for you, just to make sure our audience knows, does not means that she does not necessarily mean that she's doing pretty good in prison, right? She's not sitting in a prison cell doing pretty good. But so it, it, she's she's comfortable. Is that right? Uh, yeah, she's comfortable and, uh, but still, you know, has some of the, uh, about the culture and some. So she's experiencing culture shock? Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, how's she doing? Like eating with the food, adjusting to the students? Is she getting along with the back to Jerusalem students okay? Um, uh, her, her teaching is, is, uh, is good. And uh, her students love her very much, and uh, uh, she she likes uh, Chinese food <laughs> very much. You know, who doesn't like Chinese food? <laughs> <laughs> you, you mean her name? No, 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 no. I'm saying so. She she does she likes Chinese food. Oh, yeah. So in English, sometimes we'll say, "Well, who doesn't?" Meaning that everybody likes <laughs> right, Chinese right, food. Yeah. Uh, did you? I don't know if you knew this or not, but there are more Chinese restaurants in America where where that teacher comes from. There are more Chinese stu There are more Chinese restaurants than McDonald's or KFC. Uh, yeah, we have a McDonald's and a KFC, but 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 she doesn't like it. Yeah, but I mean, in America, we have more Chinese restaurants than McDonald's. I don't know if you've heard that before. Did you know that? Did you know I, that? I don't know. Yes. I don't know that. So we, that's how much Americans love Chinese food. Europeans love Chinese food. Everybody loves Chinese food. So um, she is doing really well. 
Um, she has adjusted in an amazing way. Had she ever been to China before? Uh, no, this is her first time. She had never been to China before, and she wanted to serve in any way that she could the Back to Jerusalem vision. And one of the ways that she was able to serve was she basically left everything behind, got on a plane, flew to China. Yes. As far as we know, that was probably her first time. Yeah. And she began to teach at the underground Back to Jerusalem school. Yeah. Now, it is underground. It's, is it registered? Is the school registered with the government? Uh, not yet. Not yet. Okay, good answer. <laughs> so that means it's not an official school, but she's able to teach there. We're able to keep her there mainly uh, with another platform, and she's able to uh, engage the students every single day, teaching them English as well as ministering into their lives. That has been an amazing thing. Um, uh, together with John, we have been able to start that school uh, we've moved it around China a couple times for finances as well as for security. So we're, we've able to move that school into different places. And um, John, who is sitting with us right now, uh, thank you so much for being with us today. And he said, um, yeah, thank God, and uh, wants to thank everybody else as well. Uh, one of the things that we did not want to do with John is uh, talk too much where he would feel uncomfortable with some of the information that he's sharing. So we had to be very careful with that. Um, and also, I would have stopped this recording right away had I heard anything that would have compromised security. Um, he also, because he comes from China, would like to have a very professional recording where he's giving official statements that are prepared. I didn't prepare him for anything. We are working on today um, doing f focusing on ministry in Western China, and John is at the center of that. We are launching the largest outreach in Western China we have ever done with over 200 evangelists this year in 2016 with several million programs being spread out. Um, I know that Aaron, your wife, has been doing the recording for some of the video um, that is being recorded into 10 languages. Um, that is a tough um, job because she's sitting in – she's doing 42 – uh, teaching courses. Each one of them takes an entire day to do the recording. Um, and then, of course, we are sending that out throughout Western China. So your wife's voice is going to be heard throughout Western China teaching the good news of Jesus Christ. But John has been one of the main people in charge of that. And we don't want to do anything to compromise his security or make him feel any more uncomfortable. So uh, we thank him so much for joining us today, sharing with us what little bit he did share with us, and being with us um, in the efforts of sharing the good news of Jesus Christ throughout Western China. For those of you that want a 2016 Back to Jerusalem calendar, you can send an email to sinobach at gmail.com. That's S-I-N-O-B-A-C-H at gmail.com. Again, that's sinobach, S-I-N-O, B-A-C-H 
at gmail.com. Thank you so much. Again, this is Eugene Bach coming to you live on delay from somewhere within China. God bless you.